The Blues had a last-minute win last night, and I can tell you this, that game had me drawn to my TV until the very last second. I don't know about you, but this was some okay-ish hockey, but good hockey in the third period. I'm going to talk more about this coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to Locked on Blues. I am your host, Haley Taylor-Simon, talking to you all things about our St. Louis Blues here, a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. This was an insane game last night, by the way, that the Blues ended up winning a 4-3 victory, which I did predict here on Locked on Blues. So I'll talk about that. I am seeing the Thunderbirds tonight, so I have on my little Blues hat. Excited to see the boys in action. And then um, I'm going to be talking about the Blues and Canucks game tonight. A little bit of a late uh, puck drop, but it should be a good hockey-filled night. The Thunderbirds and watching the Blues cannot complain about that. I do want to let you know before I begin today's episode that today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Last night's game, whoa. Um, I have to tell you, I did not feel very good about the game early on. And do you blame me? Um, It seemed like whenever the Blues, they had a moment of being able to, you know, equalize the game or they had, you know, just a really good stride, they weren't able to come back. But that third period was all St. Louis. So let me tell you about what happened in the first period. About halfway through the uh, period, uh, Calgary was able to score one nothing. I wasn't panicking then. A one nothing lead is truly nothing in the grand scheme of things. In the second period, um, Saad had a beautiful goal. Uh, it was assisted by Pareko and obviously uh, Letty. But Saad really just ripped that thing in. Unfortunately, after Saad's goal, uh, the Flames were able to get two more goals, and those would be their final two goals of the game. At this point, I was like, okay, they really need to not score anymore because I did make that prediction of the Blues winning 4-3, so I needed that to, you know, come true. And then at the end of the second period, Schenner was able to get a shorthanded goal, making it a 3-2 game. Obviously, Calgary uh, was leading. But then the Blues had some momentum heading into that final frame. Jordan Cairo was able to get the Blues' equalizing uh, goal, making it 3-3 in the third period. And then finally, the man, the myth, the sod, <laughs> yes, Brayden Sod, was able to get the um, winning goal. And fun fact, there was only like 48 seconds left. I know, it was uh, time was ticking, but he was able to get that goal, and the Blues ended up winning uh, 4-3 crazy game. Um, a lot of shots on a goal in this game. Calgary had 35 with St. Louis having a 26. I have to say, I always take notes during the games. And one player that really did stand out to me was Pavel Butnevich. Um, I actually thought he played a pretty good game and Pareko also stood out to me as well. I know that this season, um, he's been getting a lot of unnecessary hate. I don't know like if I would call it hate. I guess you would say he's getting unnecessary. Um, I don't want to say like 
feedback, but just it hasn't been in really Perico's favor this season. But I thought he played a really good game for what it was last night. And uh, the Blues were victorious. And this was a game that they needed to win. I talked about that a lot yesterday here in Locked on Blues, that it was one of those games where you're going against a team that you're very much even with, right? You're not significantly better than the Flames. You're not significantly worse than the Flames. It's a very even game. So I thought that the Blues actually handled themselves quite well in that game, despite that second period. I thought that, I mean, the first period, here's the thing. It wasn't that it was like that bad. But at the same time, it was not their best hockey, but they were still alive, right? It was more towards the um, end of that second period where I could see them getting some life again. But, I mean, Braden Saad was, you know, the guy that really kept the Blues in this game. And I think that's something that you need to kind of expect out of these players is that they are going to have to step up in big moments. And this game for Saad was a big moment for him. Um, I think that, you know, when you have players that maybe you're not as hot as they usually have been, you just need to see them put a little bit more effort in. Um, so last night after the game, Saad said, I felt good. You want to see some more of those go in, but anytime you see them go in, you feel good, happy to contribute tonight. He did have five shots on goal last night. He was actually the Blues' uh, leading um <laughs> Oh, not, I mean, yes, leading scorer, but he also did accumulate the most uh, shots on goal for St. Louis last night. Um, by the way, Biddington made 32 saves last night, which was quite a bit, as I said, high scoring, uh, well, at least high shot on a goal kind of game last night uh, for the Blues. But I mean, having a shorthanded goal is another thing, too, that is insane because the Blues now have 11 shorthanded goals. And they actually are tied right now with the Dallas Stars, who have 11 as well. So it's one of those things where, you know, this team, they may not be the best with the penalty kill. They may not be the best on the power play. But you can say they kind of are the best when it comes to those shorthanded goals. And uh, I think that's actually a very vital thing as well for them just to be solid in at least something, because that's a positive. Um but yeah, I mean, here's the thing, though. I think that for the Blues, last night's game just proved that they can come back and they had the ability to come back. And I think that's something that all season they kind of doubted their themselves on that. You know, you see how they play and they seemingly do seem a little bit more confident as the season's been going on. But they do have those moments where they do look like they doubt themselves on the ice. And that leads to the inevitable, which is the other team outplaying them. So I think if the Blues were able to gain some more of that confidence, then yes, they would be more successful. But I think that it ultimately comes down to how much confidence this team has. And if they have more confidence, then it's going to lead to bigger and better things. I just think in last night's game, and I'm really focusing kind of on my opinion of um, what went right, what went wrong. I thought their forechecking got better as the game went on. But these are all things that I'm saying. Like, it's the second half of the game that was good, right? Um, it wasn't necessarily the first half. So it's hard for me to judge because their first half, I thought it just was not a good game, okay? And it's hard to judge it just strictly on that. But I do think, though, when you look at the overall, right, you look at the final outcome, you look at the comeback. And I think the comeback has been what's the most exciting. Nobody saw that coming last night. You looked at that comeback and you're like, wait, <laughs> they were able to really, you know, make us proud as fans. 
And I think all season, that's something that uh, we had to do. And, you know, Bannister last night, you know, everyone was joking about that second intermission. Like, what did you say? What did you say? And it's something where he said, you know, I can't I can't say it on here because I can't use uh, cuss words. But he said some stuff that, as you can kind of pick up what I'm putting down, that inspired uh, the St. Louis Blues in order to come out with more energy, with more um I don't want to say excitement, maybe just more effort, right? So I think that last night's game really did spark that. But again, tonight they have a really challenging game. And I think, as I've said this before in last night's game, I liked what I saw a lot. Um, right now under uh, Drew Bannister, they are 4-5-1. and one. And uh, it's not, like, the worst, okay? But they're slowly making progress. And sometimes it's less about the goals that are scored. It's more about how the effort is on the ice. And I think last night you saw them really um, just stride. And last night Jordan Kyrou said after the win, this was our biggest game of the year so far. Great effort to come back in the third. Huge two points tonight. And I think Jordan Kyrou said it best that this is something where um, they really made a statement last night. And, uh, you know, I still think, and if I'm going to be a critical of a player, I still think Tori Krug did not have a good game last night. I've come on this podcast numerous times uh, explaining my dislike of having Krug on the team. And I just didn't think he did a good job last night. But I can complain about it all I want. Do I think it's going to change? Absolutely not. So uh, good little win last night for the boys in blue. And uh, they play a game tonight. But first, well, I'm going to talk about a couple of things and I'll talk about the game tonight. Okay. So I'm going to talk to you about my friends over at Indeed. If you need a hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global visitors. According to the Indeed data and matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One thing that I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring in one place so much easier since Indeed does basically all the work for you. And you can always find good quality candidates. And, uh, Indeed also um, just helps out the businesses, right? So if you're a small business, you really do need Indeed. And listeners of the show will get $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need a hire? You need Indeed. Indeed, you do. I had to say that. I am seeing the Thunderbirds tonight, and I'm about to go. I'm so excited. It's about a couple-hour drive. Um, not a fan of the drive, but by the time I get back to my place after the game, it should be around, like, maybe midway through the first uh, period of the Blues. So it's going to all work out. I'm excited. Um, Somebody said to me, they're like, what player are you most excited about seeing? And, of course, I said Zachary Dean. Uh, Dean has been one of my favorite players, uh, favorite prospects of the Blues. And 
I think tonight will be just such a good reminder that we have such young talent that are developing uh, in Springfield. And who knows, maybe next season, some of these guys will be on the roster. But I think for me, at least, this is going to really give me something to look forward to. I think that, you know, with how the season's been going, it's been stressful. It's been a little bit annoying at times. So knowing that I'm going to be seeing talent that is going to be the future of this team is what excites me. And I get to see hopefully some St. Louis fans or some Springfield fans in the crowd tonight since this game is in Pennsylvania. Um, It's funny because I really rarely get to see my team. And I feel like this is one of those opportunities for me, at least, full advantage of being able to see my boys. Um, I don't know. I think that I'm just super thrilled. And I'm just so excited. Like, a lot of you convinced me, actually um to go tonight um zach dean zach boldick um mccurchern the bitten boys sam and will let's go um there's so many guys tyler tucker uh leo loof oh my gosh like i'm naming all these names like hunter skinner and i'm just like so excited and then we have um malcolm suvan and i'm like oh i don't know i hope he's on a net tonight but no, I am truly just really thrilled to do this. And I was joking on Twitter at Locked on Blues. And I'm like, I hope people now realize that I am a fan. Because I don't think any just fan will go all the way up to Springfield for no reason. Um, not Springfield, go up to Hershey, I mean, for no reason. Because it is a hike and a half. And I mean, it is what it is. But... I don't know. I'm just like really thrilled to be um, seeing the boys tonight. So something that I have been looking forward to. Another thing I want to talk about. A little bit more of a serious topic before I get into tonight's um, game is what's going on in the NHL right now. And I want to take a moment to use my voice um, besides and I'm Besides me being your host of Locked on Blues, I am also a woman who works in, um, you know, sports, right? And since 2018, there has been an ongoing investigation uh, with Team Canada and their junior team from that year with um, a sexual um, assault uh, case. I'm not going to be too graphic. So, again, this is a trigger warning. If anybody just doesn't want to hear this, skip over a couple minutes. Um, there has been some names, not publicly released, but names of players on different teams that have taken a leave of absence. And today a report came out saying that five players, again, nothing is connecting this yet, saying that five players will have to surrender and basically be charged. I want to take the time now just to say a couple of things. We have two players on the St. Louis Blues that were a part of that team. Their names have been cleared. They have nothing to do with this. And it is Robert Thomas and Jordan Cairo. And I am so thankful as a Blues fan, as a hockey fan, to know that those guys did nothing, period. They did nothing. Um, they are good guys, often on the ice. And um, I'm just really thankful that in a group of guys where it seems like there has been a handful that did something obviously very unjust, that we have two players who 
are good people. And hopefully the justice will be served soon. It's a, it's a, it's a sad day, right? Because um, this has been going on for quite a while, but it's so good that the NHL, you know, is wanting justice to be served. So I just wanted to take a moment and I wanted to make sure my voice was heard on this one um, because I know sometimes it's a little bit of an awkward conversation. It's not, um, it's hard to even put into words right now, but I just wanted to come on here and just say, hey, I support the person, the victim in this. I fully support whatever um, the NHL decides to do, hopefully with, you know, the justice being served. And I'm just really thankful that we have two guys who were part of that team that are good guys that didn't do anything wrong. And I'm just really thankful to have them in our organization. And I just hope that, um, as I said, the justice is served. And I'm sorry I'm rambling. I, I It's a very sad thing, and I'm trying not to get emotional. So, um Excuse me on that one. I am going to talk to you right now about my friends over at Sleeper. It's almost the halfway point of the season, Blues fans. And right now, we're kind of needing every point we can get. Regardless of where we are in the current standings, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy hockey contests. And this is where players like Jordan Cairo and Robert Thomas could help you win some big money if they record more or less in their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. To win 100 times spent on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Blues fans. You can win 100 times your money playing Daily Fantasy hockey with Sleeper, so start paying attention and nailing your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code Locked On NHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code Locked On NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. By the time you see this episode, the game will be over. And I think tonight's game, it's going to be a tough one because against the Canucks, you can't be too confident. I'm not confident about this game. But at the same time, I'm hopelessly optimistic. Um, No, not really. I I really don't think we're going to win this game. I will be surprised if we do. Um, This Actually, this is going to go up during the game. So let's go give a thought. By the time that you are watching this, I think the Blues actually, actually could be tied 1-1. I think that this is going to be the surprise game. You know how I always tell you there's always that one game that's a surprise? Last night, not a surprise. I think it was a statement game. This game could be the surprise game. I mean, the Canucks are just a really good team, and I can try to sugarcoat it as best as I can, but I can't. (laughs) I think that, oh, man, like, ah, it's so hard. I just think, like, you know, Quinny Hughes is a good captain, and, he really fired up the team the other night when he was behind the bench, like shaking his stick. So overall, you just don't know. But that is going to do it for today's episode. I will talk to you tomorrow. Like always, let's go Blues.